Do you need a logo? I'm going to tell you where you can get the perfect logo at. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Blair Radio. Today, we are talking about logos, what they are, the different kinds, and how you can get one. Every single business has a logo that represents their brand. And if you don't have one for yours, well, you need to get one now. I am going to help you understand the difference between a raster file and a vector file and which one is the best one for your logo. If you also want to know what color you should get for your logo, well, we are going to cover 10 different colors. Lastly, where can you get your perfect logo? Whether it's from Fiverr, Upwork, an agency, or creating your own, I am going to help you out. Hey everybody, just real quick before we get started. There are links in this episode that will lead you to certain products or services where a purchase can be made. Just know there are no obligations for you to buy anything. However, if you do buy something from a link that I mentioned, you will be helping me out because I may receive compensation for your business. Alright, now let's get back to the episode. Today we are going to talk about logos. Now, we all know what a logo is. I mean, we see them every single day i don't think we even realize how many logos we see on a regular basis i mean just look around wherever you are look to your left look to your right and i'm pretty sure you're going to see several logos as i do the same thing right now in my office i see sony i see dell i see ibm i see mr coffee there are logos everywhere the list just goes on and on logos can be as simple as the swoosh by nike Logos can be as iconic as the golden arches from McDonald's. They can be creative. Look at Toyota, how they combine the letters of their brand to create their logo. Or take a look at Baskin Robbins, how they use 31 to create the B and R in their logo representing Baskin Robbins 31 flavors. Now, when you get to thinking about creating your logo, it doesn't have to be special in terms of style, but it does have to match your company's personality. It has to be unique. It has to tell the message that you want your audience to hear. It has to give a great first impression. Your logo is the same thing as saying hi, and everybody has been said hi to. And so when your brand says hello, it has to stand out. It has to be different. I like to say picture 100 birds in the sky. They're all black. And one of those birds is a red bird. Which bird are people going to notice first? It's going to be the red one because that is the one that stands out. That is the one that is unique. That is the one that gets you curious and wondering why is there a red bird in the group of black birds? And to make your logo stand out, There are so many different ways to achieve that. One of the most popular ways is creating a text-based logo. It's simple. It's just going to be the name of your brand or just a letter maybe. Earlier when I was saying I was looking around, I mentioned several brands. And I think everyone I said was a 
text-based logo. So you don't have to have an amazing image. Again, it just has to be what you want to represent your brand for a long time. You can also decide to have a logo based around shapes, such as a circle like Mattel, which is going to mean that your brand is warm or a friendly one. Or you can have a straight edge like a triangle or square, something like Adidas, which is perfect for brands that represent strength. You can have straight lines. Um, a vertical line would be good if you have a business that is going to display masculinity or strength. Um, a horizontal line is going to be good for peace and serenity. I mean, the ideas are endless. You can avoid all of the shapes and, and, and words and just use an image. That is something else that you see a whole lot of brands do or any combination of anything that that I just mentioned or whatever type of logo you decide to get is completely up to you. There is no concrete rules or anything. There are just a couple of guidelines that you don't have to stick to. But what I really, really want to talk about today was getting your logo. Before we talk about the different ways to get one, I want you to understand the difference between a raster file and a vector file. But before we get into that, I want you to understand what a pixel is. A pixel is going to be a very tiny dot of color. And when you combine pixels together, they create an image. If you look closely at a TV, you probably see a whole lot of dots, which is a whole lot of pixels of different colors that create the images that are displayed on your screen. Now, understanding what a pixel is will help you understand what a raster file is. A raster file is an image that's made up of pixels. The issue I have with a raster file is that as they expand, it loses its quality and becomes blurry and pixelated. So when you create a raster image, you have to make it really large because when you shrink it, it doesn't lose its quality, but you can't make them any bigger. Raster file types are going to be uh, JPEG, PNG, GIF, GIF, whatever it's called, and some others. But those three are the most popular raster file types. Now, the types that you want to use are going to be a vector file. Vector files are good for any time that you need to print your logo out. If you want to use a larger image or a smaller image, it doesn't matter. It is not going to lose its quality. A vector file is an image that is made up of a mathematical measurements between two points. So it will never lose its quality. Vector file types are going to be AI, SVG, PDF, EPS, and, and others as well. But again, those are the most popular vector file types. So I highly recommend that when you create your own logo or you get your own logo that you get, you should get both types, but definitely make sure that you get your vector file types. Now to create your logo, there are several ways. First, we'll go over some of the free options. So there is PhotoP, which I think the best way to describe it is I just call it Photoshop online. It's photopspea.com. Another popular Photoshop alternative is going to be GIMP. It is not online, so you have to download it. It is free. It is also open source, so that means it's not 100% safe, but I have never heard of anybody having any issues with it. GIMP is very, very, very popular. I've only used it maybe like once or twice, but I put it on this list because of how popular it is, and it is a go-to when people are looking for something different from Photoshop. Now, if I was to recommend a free software, it's going to be Inkscape because it is a free vector-based software. 
Um, it is also open source, but again, I've never heard anything bad with it. And I just think it is the best way to create your own logos, to create your own vector type logos. Another popular option is going to be Canva. Uh, you can go to canva.com. It is highly recommended. Any, anytime I see anybody asking questions about how to create their own designs, there's always a bunch of people that recommend Canva. Canva does have a lot of templates, uh, which means that if you do use a template that you find on Canva, there is a high chance that somebody else use the same template. So you may not have that unique logo that you're trying to create if you're using one of their templates. Canva also has an app. I know it can be downloaded on your iOS and Android devices. So this is really cool because that means that you can design on the go wherever you're, wherever you're at. You can create your, your logo or whatever design needs that you have. Now, to me, those four ways, that's photop.com, GIMP, Inkscape, and Canva are going to be the best ways to create your own logos for free. Before we continue, I want to talk about using colors when you create your logos. If you're not sure what color your brand is going to have or what colors you want to use in your logo. And then here are some cool tips. Colors do have an emotional effect on people and they don't even realize it. So I just want to go over just 10 colors and I'm going to create a blog post later that's going to go more in depth about these colors. So the first color we're going to talk about is going to be red. Red is a very, very popular color, probably the second most popular color there is. Um, you see brands such as Target, Coke, Netflix, CNN, they all use the color red. Red is a color of passion. It is energetic. It is a color that you see a lot with brands that are powerful, dangerous, or are associated with love. If your business is daring and exciting, I think red is a great color to go with. All right, so next up is going to be orange. Orange is used by such brands as Home Depot, Firefox, Fanta, and Nickelodeon. It's not really that popular, but it is a cool color to use if you want to show that you're different. Orange is a color of energy. It's playful. It's friendly. Um, and it's also a great brand for any I'm sorry, it's also a great color for any brands that are targeting children. Another great color for children, probably better than orange in my opinion, is going to be yellow. This is used by McDonald's, Hertz, Best Buy, Sprint. Yellow is the color of happiness. Yellow is also great for getting somebody's attention. That's why we have yellow taxi cabs and yellow caution signs. If you have a brand that is happy and affordable, then I think you should definitely go with yellow, especially if you're targeting kids. Now, I want to move on to green. You can see green on Mint, Spotify, Animal Planet, and Starbucks. Green is the color of growth, and here in the United States, it is the color of money. Green can be good for any brand but especially for brands that are environmental or brands that consider themselves to be intelligent now the most popular color in the world is going to be blue you see blue on brands such as chase facebook ford and many others the the brand is, the brand blue is the color of trust except for food establishments it is said that blue suppresses hunger 
So you don't see a lot of food places or restaurants are going to use the color of blue for that reason. But you may want to use blue if you have a business that is family oriented or if you want to be known as a company that is honest and sincere. Um, that's why you see a, a lot of banks use the color blue. Um, it's also good for any serious brands. If you want to use blue and you're a playful uh, brand, then you want to use more of a light blue opposed to a dark blue. All right. So now I want to go on to the sixth color purple, which you see in Yahoo, on Twitch, Taco Bell and Roku. Purple is the color of royalty. It is mysterious, but it is often used for brands that are creative that want to represent glamour and wealth. If you want to be good looking and you want to show that you offer premium services, and then purple is going to be a great color for you and your brand. Now I want to talk about the color brown. Brown is not used that much. You do see it on brands such as UPS and Cracker Barrel. Brown is the color of masculinity and it's good for any brand that is rugged or in construction or wants to give that vintage feel. If you say that brown is for the men and then pink is going to be for the ladies, which I think is pretty obvious. Um, you see pink on Barbie, Hello Kitty, Lyft and Baskin Robbins. It's also good for any brand that wants to be known as innocent or a company that wants to show gratitude. All right. So now I want to move into the last two colors, black and white. They both can be used for any brand black you do tend to see it more around brands that are bold and powerful or very serious dark moments like death and anything that is evil. But again, it can be used for anything just like white. White is, is a good color for any brand. You do see it a lot around anything that is simple or clean, like businesses that are in a medical field, cleaning or weddings. But again, black and white can be used for any color. A lot of times you see it, see them as a secondary color more so than being a brand's primary color anyway so those are the 10 colors i just want to go over real quick that you see a lot in case you're wondering which color you should use and then uh, that's red orange yellow green blue purple brown pink black and white now getting back into creating your own logo i said earlier there were some free options um canva gimp photo p and inkscape if you want to go with the one that I use and it is the only paid option that I'm going to recommend is going to be Adobe Illustrator. They do have a free trial, but after the free trial, you'll be paying $20.99 per month. There are Illustrator tutorials everywhere, so you shouldn't really have a problem finding it if, if you need it. But earlier I mentioned some vector file types, AI being, being one of them, which the AI stands for Adobe Illustrator. And Adobe Illustrator is going to be the go-to software for making your logos. Now, if you don't want to create your logos yourself, you can always hire somebody. Two of the most popular platforms to hire people is going to be Fiverr and Upwork. Out of the two, I will suggest Upwork because they have a better vetting system than Fiverr. But now, when you consider using Fiverr or Upwork, you have to really think about what you're getting yourself into. You you do get what you pay for. Um, however, I have heard some success stories along with some bad stories from, from both. So anytime that you look up an artist on any of these platforms to create anything for you, make sure you do your research. You have to do your due diligence. 
look at the reviews, look at their their previous work, and try to find out as much as you possibly can about them. Make sure that they'll give you the file types that you need. A lot of people on these platforms will just give you a JPEG image that you're stuck with and you can't do anything with because they gave you this small image with a background sometimes. And now you have to have somebody redo it and you end up paying more money than you initially had thought. You also want to make sure that they're going to that they're going to give you 100% ownership of your logo, which is very important because it's, it's your logo. But the good thing about these platforms is that you can find a logo for under $100. I remember reading in one of my Facebook groups that somebody had got the logo that they wanted for just $7. And then there's also people on there that charge as high up to $2,000. I think I seen one that was even $3,000. So again, it is very popular. It's not really what I would recommend, but just make sure that you do your research. All right, so the next option I want to talk about is 99designs. There are a couple of ways that you can get a logo on their platform. The first one being that you can run a contest. You write up a brief describing in detail the kind of logo that you want, and then designers from around the world who compete on making the logo of your dreams. You get to see the logos that they create for you, and then you can give feedback on each one telling the artist what you want changed on your logo. They work on the changes. And finally, you you pick one and you go through a couple of rounds until you get your logo and you declare a winner. And then the winner is the one that gets paid. Another option is that you can go through the designers on their website and you can request to work with one one-on-one. And instead of having a bunch of different designers work on your logo, you just work with that one person on creating your logo and I believe it's at whatever price that they charge. Now, the contest, they start out as low as $300 and they go up to a little under $2,000. I am an affiliate for 99designs. So if you do want to help me out, you can go to wgroup.com slash 99designs if you decide that you want to get a logo from them. Some of the criticism of 99designs that I hear often is that they are taking away work from designers. To me, they're not because it's designers that are actually doing the work and getting paid for the work. It's just a lot of people, they don't like the popular options because because they're taking business away from freelancers or from the smaller guys, which I get that. I understand that, but I feel like it's better to give you all of your options and then you decide which one that you want to go with now the next option is going to be through an agency the good thing about an agency is that you can hire them for any ongoing services that you may need and they aren't just helping out any old client that comes your way a lot of agencies they they work in a niche or they only help specific clients or a certain amount of clients they don't take on more than what they can handle you pay them like a retainer which is similar to paying a monthly subscription and that buys you them whenever you need them so you may have them create your logo today and then create a flyer for you tomorrow or next week or, or whatever but the purpose of paying paying that retainer fee is to always have your designer that knows your brand whenever you need them 
And then the last option that I want to talk I want to talk about is the rare group. Yes, we do do designs. We do create logos for you. Our prices start out as low as seven hundred dollars. And you can always go to the blairgroup.com to learn more about getting your logo or any designs that you need. That is a quick, shameless plug on Blair Radio. And that is it, folks. I want to thank you so very much. I do want to see what you come up with, what you decide to get. Let me know in the comments. Post your logos. Thank you for listening to episode six of Blair Radio. To learn more about the stuff we covered in today's episode, head over to the show notes at theblairgroup.com slash EP6. And real quick, when getting a logo, I want you to ask yourself, how important is quality to you? Do you care if you have to get a new logo in the future? And what is your budget like? Get those answers, remember them, write them down, do whatever it takes, whatever you need to do. Because this is important to getting your logo. One more thing. Don't forget to comment and subscribe to Blair Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks again. I am James Shannon. This is Blair Radio. Be Thanks for listening to Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time. Be heard.